oh, one person. Oh. Sorry, oh. we're all getting involved. Like, yeah, let's all clap. Like, oh. sorry. Oh, that word, I didn't even clap. Sorry. You just clapping, yeah. And three, two, one. Welcome back to Talk With. Today's guest we have Michael, who's 29, and we have Sharina, who's 28. These lovely people are happily married. So today's topic is an interesting one because it comes up a lot in social media. And me and my friends always found it hard to kind of work out how to avoid being in situations and feeling like no one really answered the questions that we needed to properly or in depth. So today's topic is called A Guide to Avoiding Trash. Oy. So... How long have you two been together? Variations of the story, oh, okay. okay. But every couple does that. The similarity that we have is that we met at work. Okay, cool. Um, so we used to work in the same place. Same place, but not the same department or even the same building. Because okay. the place that we worked had two, had three different sites in okay. London. Yeah. I worked in one, he worked in another. Okay. Um, yeah, that whole thing was interesting. He said I was stush when he first met me. I didn't give him any eye contact. The question was, how do we meet? Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. You answer the question. Um, okay, and what was your reactions when you first met each other? I thought she was stiff. She, <laughs> she didn't look in my eyes. Um, I brought her a gift, two gifts, and um, I found out that she threw one of them away. And I found out because she was telling my best friend. So, and this was, <laughs> this, was, this was after we got married as well. So Lies they will tell. She, what? Is that not true? No. No. Okay, he's saying he gave me a gift like we were in some relationship. No, I was doing my job. And I worked in secretarial services, and he said he, he like said to my supervisor, "Oh, you, she did a really good job." We hadn't seen each other, no pictures, so he was just being a nice person. So he came to the department, and we saw each other for the first time. Prior to this, he said, oh, "I'm going to bring you chocolates." I said, "I don't like chocolates. I like smoothies." Man went and got me Rubicon. <laughs> Rubicon is a smoothie, okay? So I don't drink Rubicon, but yeah, but you didn't tell me. Yeah, but I didn't know you to tell you that. I mean... But what person doesn't drink Rubicon? Me. I don't like Rubicon. Anyway, my like first Rubicon? impression... Yeah, you said answer the question, didn't it? Yeah. My first impression when I met him, I was like, oh, okay. You know. It's fine, brother. Calm down. Congolese. Calm down. Chill out. I thought, oh, yeah, okay. But I'm at work. I didn't come to meet somebody. I came to work. So thank you and goodbye. No, that's how that's how she was. She didn't look. At, she didn't look at me in my eyes. She didn't even acknowledge that I was alive. Okay, I had to talk to her colleagues. She just came. Oh hi, and then, and then walked away. I thought, oh, firing her like that. <laughs> okay, cool. So I have some questions that I wanted to ask you because I feel like it will help like some people that are a bit confused in general. So when you so from what you've said so far, like when you met each other, it wasn't it the situation? You wasn't actively looking for anything at the time because it was at work but yeah. was you in your like outside life like your social life was you actively looking for a relationship like was you intentionally um dating 
Um, she says social life as well. Just... <laughs> at the time, I wasn't actively looking to be in a relationship. Um, I just kind of, uh, yeah, like I just was going to work and thought, let's just go to work. But I hadn't got to a place where I was like, I don't want to be in a relationship. I just wasn't trying to. If someone had approached me on the street or someone was trying to get to know me, I was like, I wasn't interested mm. at that time because it wasn't my main focus at the time. I was just trying to save my money okay. in the bank account looking good at the time. Okay. So. Yeah, I was looking. Yeah, okay. I was looking. Okay, cool. Looking hard. So, it, how was you looking? Like, would you. Every to Tinder, Facebook. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Tinder users. No, um, it was like prayerfully looking. Okay. So obviously, being active with it as well. So um, it wasn't that I was going to work looking at every girl that walked. It was more, you know, if it happened organically, that I happened to come across somebody that I was interested in that I liked, thought was attractive, then I'll, I'll chat to her, and it happened to be my wife. Okay. Uh, and like before you met each other, did you have like any feelings of like feeling lonely, or like did you feel like you was? gonna get to a point where you was gonna have to like settle for something or did you always know that you was never gonna settle for anything and you were just like, sure of what you wanted and stuff like that? Um, for me I didn't think that I was gonna was gonna settle. Um, and yeah I was very determined on you know looking for the very thing that I was looking for. Um, so I knew at where I was at the time, I knew what I wanted like, in terms of the characteristics, the qualities of a wife. Um, and yeah, I just went looking for it, and I didn't, I didn't settle for anything less than that. So for me, I, like I had the four C's that I call it. So she had to be a Christian, she had to cook, clean. I was joking. So she had to be a Christian. <laughs> she had to have a um, good character, and we had to have good chemistry. Um, and then I think the last one was we had to complement each other. So like goals and dreams, visions, aspirations. Like there's no point in me looking for someone who wants to live in Peru. And I want to live in, in London, mm. you know, so, so I was looking for all of those things. And obviously mm. it takes time to, to find all of those things in a person. So obviously when I met Shireen, I had to like take time and get to know her and, you know, realize, oh, she had all of these things and eventually put a ring on it. Mm. How long did it take you to like realize, like, did, was there, like, did you have like a time limit? Did you like give yourself like a call, like in three months or in four months I'm gonna like do this and I'm gonna did you like plan out the whole situation of how you're gonna get to know her or did you just let it go like how it was going? Yeah it's a good question. I wanted to. I wanted to have like okay six months by this time if it's not then cut it off. But where I've, I've approached things like that before, I thought let me try and keep an open mind this time. So this time I went into it um with the intention of trying to just get to know her. Like build a friendship first. Um yeah, and then from there, I think it was like September. Mm -hmm. So you, you asked me a question. What question? Like where we're going, what are we, you know? Yeah, I'm not Even though you here. said you weren't going to ask me that. Yeah. You still asked me where we're going. So I had to give a response. So if I say it at the time, it was September, because mm -hmm. she, she made me do it. So what was that? So when did it start and then when was September? Um, so I think it was, I started speaking in January. Mm -hmm. It was 2016. And then. Mm -hmm. April was when we actually went out, right? And then you needed driving lessons. Yeah. And I had a car. Yeah. And I taught you how to drive. Yeah. And you haven't passed yet, but 
the work in progress and then it got to September was it August September September isn't it, it got to September so yeah. yeah within that year so nine months after cool. nine months and so it, September was when you actually asked the, like the what are we question yeah that awkward question was yeah you, was I, it not making you itch like not knowing no because so wasn't it obvious for for me prior to me and Michael like I had been in relationships where it just nonsense you mm. know. Trash. Like a lot of yeah, yeah trash. trash a lot of red flags you yeah. know but sometimes you try to overlook those red flags because mm-hmm. you think oh you know this could work because you see a side of the person yeah. that you really you enjoy you like and you think you know what i can i can handle all those flags and i can just because probably i'm coming with my flags okay. too so you start to compensate do you know what i mean but um at that point what that's why i wasn't at that place where i was like i was actively looking because i decided um do you know what i'm not like give, let me have time to myself Mm. Um, but obviously before I started working at the place I didn't know him but I was working there and I had time to get to know me more like and yeah um yeah what's, what's that she asked about you know asking me that question oh I get I have these things that happen to me when I'm <laughs> in the middle of like I'm telling a story like way and then it goes left <laughs> Um, was it? Um, yeah. Did you not? Feel, <laughs> did you not feel? Did it not make you feel itch the like the waiting process of like knowing? So by the time, so but yeah. So what I'm saying is because I got to that, I wasn't trying to actively look because I got to that stage where he approached me. We're having a conversations. Um, it wasn't funny. Like he wasn't trying to just be like, hey, I want to get to know you. <laughs> he wasn't trying this weird behavior. Yeah we were friends and mm. it was just nice to have the company of somebody who I could get along with. So I wasn't thinking too far, but when it got to like, okay, he's constantly taking me out. But first time he took me out, he came to meet my mom before he took me out. Okay. The first occasion he's he said, serious, I'd be, so he was like, who's the important people in your life? Bruh. Cause I want to meet them okay. so that when you mention my name or you say I'm going out, cause I'm an adult, but mm. I live in my mom's house. When I say I'm going out with so-and-so, my mom knows who I'm talking about. So because he'd made that kind of move at the beginning, I was thinking, the previous ones didn't make any kind of move like that. Please don't guess. <laughs> so I was sitting here thinking, okay. So if, as it was going on and on, I was thinking, I'm not going to get into this habit or because I've been compensating for foolishness previously, mm. just because something wonderful has come along, mm. I'm not now going to think, oh, and mm. just, you know, give in to everything. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. So I just told myself, Hmm. Where are we going? I wanted to be kind of upfront, so yeah. that wasn't obvious. Yeah, it was, it was semi-obvious. Bruh. It was like you. Okay, lot, you, you, know? you you did. I Paid mean, you bills. really, boy, you really. Mm. Took it to that high place. In yeah. The sky diving and that. Yeah. No, he he did bits like every. I felt so, I that. felt bad that I had to start taking him on dates. It's quite expensive. I felt bad. Like, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he was really, he was paying money. To go places and always just there and yeah, so I was like, do you know what? Well, put your put your money away. Let me take you out on the deck because I feel bad. Cinema though, but it was still it was still good. You're really so right. But yeah, I got to a place where I felt like I don't want to be taken for a ride just because someone's treating me very nicely. Mm. I want to actually yeah. understand where this is going because mm. someone else can treat me nicely, mm. but I want to know mm. what, what we're doing because my my time is very valuable. Yeah, I think that's so important. Because in previous like relationships that I've been in, 
when I was more scared to be asking that question because mm. I think it's the fear of rejection yeah. on you're not knowing necessarily what they're going to say mm. and um, but it's still very important because you need to know like who you are and mm. like why you're asking this question because you don't want to be taken for a ride it's true yeah. it is true um, do you think that knowing your worth played a big part in making the right choice and finding your partner Yes. <laughs> Why? Because uh, if you know your worth, then you kind of know your value, so you wouldn't settle for anything, mm. anything less than that, aka mm. trash. Yeah, mm. I agree. From a woman's perspective, um, like I also looked at, for instance, my mom, and seeing her, like she was a single mom that brought me up, and looking at what she went through, I told myself, I don't want to. Not looking down on her, but mm. she always taught me and tried to like instill some things in me. So to tell me that you don't have to be this person in order to get like this. Mm. So you be you and don't let somebody walk all over you yeah. or treat you in a, ta- in a certain way because you feel that they're the best option you can get. Like don't ever get to that place. Mm. So she was always like, don't ever just settle in in all aspects of life, mm. but mm. relationship wise, it was like don't just settle for something. Just because. Yeah, just because. I hear that. But then how do you know your worth? Because um, that's something that I always, like, before, um, like, a while ago, like, I didn't really understand it. Like, people would be, like, things like, oh, you just need to find yourself, like, you need to just know your worth. But, like, these are all words, but, like, how? How yeah. do you know your worth? How do I know who I am? Like, when you're unsure and you'll take anything when you don't know. So I want to know, but how? I get what you mean. I think it comes with confidence. It comes in what perspective are you looking at? Because sometimes you're looking at somebody else and saying, oh, I don't have what they have. I don't look like what they look like. Okay. Therefore, yeah. I'm not Comparison. as valuable. Mm-hmm. So because I don't have those nice things, what you deem as nice at that time, then mm-hmm. it looks like you're not as valuable as them. But mm-hmm. I think when people say, like, look, you have to look internally and stuff like that. For me, I knew my worth as a Christian, like, mm-hmm. from the word. And aside from my Bible, as I said, like, my mum, kind of the way she brought me up, yeah, of course, there's times you're going to think, mm, I'm a bit rubbish today. But that wasn't, like, set in stone. That wasn't who I... Mm. So when I'm trying to look for it, you know, like, if you're feeling a type of way, the way I try to look for it, firstly, I went to my, my Bible and found who I was in Christ. Mm. Like, And then aside from that as well, I kind of... Well, I always have people around me. I think it's really important who my friends are and who I'm interacting with. Because you can have people who are... Like putting you down about who you are like mm. on the sly like oh yeah oh you don't oh it's all right like I'll, i need friends around me who are going to boost my confidence mm. who are going to make me feel better about yeah. myself mm. as well so i think it's good the company that you keep definitely mm. will contribute to how valuable you feel about yourself yeah i think that's so true because even me growing up um, in the congolese household and probably I think it's a black experience almost like your parents always compare you to your good friend you know mm-hmm. the friend who just gets straight A's he stands out the back button but they're getting straight A's <laughs> but they're doing kinds of madness and you're thinking rah but um, yeah having that as well that competitive edge almost at a young age where it, it forces you to look inwardly at your gifts and like what you're good at your abilities mm-hmm. and then you know focusing on those things those natural gifts which God has given you you then to kind of you zoom in on those things and then you start moving and doing things which nobody else can do apart from you because you're that good at it 
And so on the, on the one side, it's like recognizing yeah what, what everything that God has said about you, but then also understanding that right, you're made in His image. He's put things inside you, and tapping into those things and then moving in that brings you so much confidence because confidence can knock a person, man. Like mm. serious. Um, if a person is not confident or self-confident, um, yeah, it's hard to pick themselves up. So yeah, knowing your worth comes by knowing yourself, um, what you're good mm. at, your strengths almost, and then yeah, taking advantage of that. That's true. That's very true. Um, so yeah, this kind of ties along to what you were saying. Um, I feel like social media is always showing people in relationships and it can make people feel bad about themselves or their situation. So how would you suggest to deal with that sort of thing? Goals, goals, goals. Is that goals, goals, yeah, goals? Relationship goals. Um, I think it's just it's 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 you got to remember that number one, people put their best version mm-hmm. of themselves online, and it's like always when you're taking a photo, you're not gonna take a biased photo of yourself. Right? You're gonna take the best, you know, all the filters and all the dog filters and that, um, just to put your best self out there. And so it's remembering that this is not the complete person that you're seeing online. Mm-hmm. Like there's more to that person or those people um, that you're not seeing and so basing your reality on what you perceive to be true like it's inaccurate and it's Mm. wrong um, and you're just deceiving yourself so yeah I'll I'll say like just remember keep that front of mind that everything that you're seeing or you know as goals as goals it's like mm, that's not the full person people are like worshipping Aisha Curry until she come out and says she wants man to slide in the DM and it was like all of a sudden it was like wow she wants to slide in the DMs like Steph is just there like, sitting awkward but she even came out and said look people like, this is real this is a real version of me like these are the insecurities that I face and it's remembering that actually we're all flawed like, that's why we got a backspace button on our phones which is delete because we're all going to make mistakes yeah. and it's just remembering that we're all human so you know. yeah and I think you have to remember the ideal Michael has taught me the ideal and the real. Like, what we see on social media, as he said, it's the ideal. Like, oh, look at these people in relationships, taking nice pictures, taking you to Dubai, living your best life. (laughs) (laughs) My bank account doesn't look like that, so I can't really take you to Dubai. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, if you plan your real against someone's ideal, and you don't know the struggle that it took for them to even get to there. Mm. Well, some some people, yeah, they have money, they can do whatever, but that's not the core of their relationship. As mm. you said, people are putting their best foot forward. So don't base your goals on that. Look at where you are. Look at your circumstance. Look at your situation and plan your own goals based on who you are and the resources that you have. Mm. I think that's what I would say for people, especially looking at social media, yeah. comparing yourself like, so true. I remember back in the life. day, we was in uni, and then you know we we're at a, a, a rave or something, and then one of my guy's cousins brought my way. Is that you say? Is that my way? Oh, the champagne. The champagne. Okay. Proper expensive, isn't it? So he came, and then all of us took plastic cups, and one by one we put poured champagne in our glasses, and we took a picture with the bottle, and then posted it online to make people think that we were rich these times. <laughs> student loan, you know, <laughs> it's romantic, but it's that perception thing. People yeah. really do front. Yeah, it's true. I remember <laughs> when um, I go Brighton every year and my cousin, it was his 21st, and he wanted to hype and pretend that he was like, it was really hot, that like he was pouring like Ciroc, uh, not even, yeah, Ciroc all over him, but 
he just tipped it and poured water inside of it and was just tipping the water over <laughs> and everybody would have thought it's Ciroc in it but it really wasn't so it's true you're right like and you can get away with that I'm like, yeah literally you can no get one away can no one's gonna check yeah, yeah, yeah they're just gonna think you're mad but, <laughs> but um yeah it's true people do stunt and you gotta remember that people are stunting stunts yeah, yeah. fake it till yeah. you make it so i asked some people if there was a book called a guide to avoiding trash what are the sort of questions that they'd want answered so i got a lot that's a serious name yeah i got a lot of questions back so we shall start with this one okay cool how do i make sure i'm giving my number to serious candidates not wastes of time well um personally I didn't give him my number for months. So, so you said how you said he started in January. I didn't know he was a serious candidate until we had spoken. So obviously we had this thing at work, like like MSN, but it's called the same time. As soon as the person logs on, then you know that you can talk to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand and appreciate that circumstances, you might not be able to do that if you meet someone on the bus and you're like, oh, they're nice, so you go and approach them. How are you going to decide in that moment? Should I give you my number? You don't You don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, I wouldn't go to straight away necessarily giving somebody your number. Because mm-hmm. that's not what I did. I waited for months before I gave it to him. And even that, he, didn't, he actually gave me his number and said, if you, if you would like to call me, because of the way I was, he was like, if you would like to message me, then cool. But... So then I thought, mm, I have nothing to lose because I can see that he's mm. he's a serious candidate. So I would say I don't think my number is is, is precious mm. because you can contact me and my time is then precious. Some would say that's stush, that's like him, but it was protecting myself. Mm. Um, so yeah, you can't. I don't think you can know straight away by meeting someone mm. straight away. Yeah, you're a serious candidate. Because yeah. someone can smooth talk you and Quickly. be saying all the nice things, the right things to make you feel, oh yeah, but it's chat rubbish. Ooh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So yeah, no, I think nowadays there's different there's different mediums that you can use mm. rather than just straight to your number mm. in order to communicate with people. I would say you can you can use those until. You get my personal number. Drop on your email. So you're saying have a probation period? <laughs> yeah. Write me an essay. An email. <laughs> Write me an essay. We can, can go back and forth. No, no, no. That's too far. I'm not, not that old school. Like, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. But I just I just think it's difficult. Face mm-hmm. value when you first meet someone to know. Because mm-hmm. anybody can present themselves as the best thing. Yeah. But so I don't. What about you? How would you? Well, as the pursuer. Yeah. Um, so... I think that you wouldn't, you, you, there's no way you can tell on face value straight away if someone's trash or not. Mm. Um, it, it's a risk. So I think if you're giving your number, you should know that this is a risk that I'm taking. Like he might turn out to be a weirdo or he might turn out to be a, actually a decent guy or a decent girl. Um, so just understanding that it's a risk and remembering that it might take a bit of time to get to know if he or she is trash mm. or not. Mm. Um, but just know it's a risk I mean obviously at face value you can see sometimes perception um, is, is a powerful thing so if someone who's coming towards you you know they look a bit you know the shoes are oh. shoes the shoes <laughs> boy 
Okay, that's the shoes. <laughs> the shoes. I was thinking, like, you know, if they're not, um, oh, how could I? If they are coming to you with, with, with no clothes and saying, give me your number, obviously you're going to look at that thing. I'm not taking this risk at all. Mm. So there's something you can see, like, at face value, which will make you guarded straight away. Mm. Other things you can't. So if a man's wearing a suit or a lady's wearing a suit yeah, and you, you're in the city and you think, oh, yeah, they're a city person. These times they smoke suit. cocaine and, you know, they're a bit mad because the city suit. people are a bit mad, yeah? <laughs> so it's like, you can't be fooled into thinking that everyone in a suit is a good person, yeah. a hard worker. They, mm, just, true. they can just hire the suit and then just... True. You know. true. So it's a risk. Either way, it's a risk. You're just going to have to take it. You just have to work the pros and cons at the situation. Yeah. yeah. And then cut them off. Yeah. There's a work, cut true. it. There's always a block button as well. So there's always a block button. <laughs> Um, what sort of questions should I ask at, on a first date to avoid being disappointed later on in the relationship and to not end up being with trash? Do you have kids? That's a good question. Is anyone else in a relationship with you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a big question that should be asked. Should I know about this? Do they know that you're here? Yeah. That's what I would ask. What about you? I don't know. Are you married? Do you have kids? Does anyone know? You're not in a relationship with them. Yeah, I think that's a good question. So it's just like that's serious for you to be asking you on a date. And yeah, because you don't want to make like, men like you. Run, you know, you're married and you got kids. What? Where are, are we on a date for? What are you doing? True. That's true. That's true. And they'll probably lie if they are, because if they're already there, they've already lied. Yeah. yeah. So, so they will keep. Lie. Have to keep up the lies. Lie, you know yeah. what I mean? I think oh, yeah. there are some questions. Fairly, it's a bit. Fairly. It's a bit heavy to ask for a first date mm. like what's your five-year plan i mean i'm not asking you that on the first date because mm. i've just got to do you know what i mean mm. i didn't even ask that did i ask you that i don't i don't think i can't remember. no i don't even but yeah uh type of questions to avoid trash on first date um yeah what you said i'd say it's a fun idea i think okay i'm being a kid but I, I would ask like try to get to know them as a person so you know, what do you do as an occupation? What do you do in your spare time? How many, you know, do you, family? Are you close to your family? Do you have siblings? You know, stuff like that. Mm. Like, what's your friendship groups like? You know, body count. <laughs> you don't I'm joking, I'm joking. That will come up later. On. <laughs> but yeah, just, just basic questions to try and get to know the person. Yeah. Um, likes, dislikes, interests, hobbies. I remember, what's it? Oh, this person's probably gonna watch. Um, <laughs> when, <laughs> when, um, what's it? I went out with my friends, and I feel like I was at a point where I was just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to hear any rubbish ever again. So I had like a set of questions that I went through Yeesh. with my mom to make sure, like, that they're okay and they're like enough that if you're not serious, you'll run, but if you're serious, you'll answer them with mm. vim, like. So I remember I asked them and they was like, oh yeah, I just want to get to know you. And this is the day I was like, cool, you're Christian. And then they answered. They was like, yeah. And then I was like, um, do you go to church? And he was just like, yeah. I was like, what church? And they said it. And I was like, where? And then they told me. And I was like, every Sunday. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Because I'm not on like anything like that. Like I'm celibate. And then they was like, okay, that's fine. Um, and then later on, like you can kind of, at that point, like you know whether they're serious-ish yeah. to an extent, and then through talking to them, they know what you're like, what you're actually on and what you're not on type thing. Yeah. Um, and it was quickly, it was so easy to be able to just eliminate the situation. It didn't feel um, 
it didn't make me feel uncomfortable as I thought it would. Mm. But like I say, those are sort of questions like things that are important to you, like yeah. your non, like your non negotiable. Yeah, that yeah. I think that word. Um, all of those things that you don't want to change or have to like compromise for are the sort of questions that I'd probably ask because then it's like if that's not what they're on, then it's it's cool. It's, it's yeah. It's quick. It's done. Okay. Well, I think. You know, those kind of questions is interesting before we even got to the day like just the friends like we're talking that's when those things that's why i made sure that we had certain conversations prior to us actually sitting down getting to that place Mm. but i know obviously people might not do that it's like oh let's go for a date and that's how you start to get to know people Mm. but before we got to that date we had already established that oh you're a christian okay yeah. What kind of Christian? What kind of Christian? <laughs> Are you like the one you just put a, a picture of a scripture on, on Instagram? Like, yeah. whoa, this is my word for the week. Mm. Or are you like... You're serious. Do, do, you read about, you know where Psalms is? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, I appreciate what you're saying. And that is important, definitely important to make sure that the person is on the same wavelength as you. Because mm. you don't want to go to so far and then to realise that, oh, okay, we don't actually agree. Yeah. And those Surprise. questions, yeah, I think asking mm. those questions, like, you should never feel like uh, they're bad questions. Like you said, mm. serious candidates would answer that with vim. Yeah. With your twist. You know what I'm saying? It's true. It's true. Right? You know, like, especially in this, like, era, Jeez. saying no to boys is mad scary. Oh, because then they get all... Yeah, they can get... You don't know how they're going to act. So too nice. Yeah. yeah. What would you mm. say the best sort of... Like, how would you, like, how would you like to be rejected in the nicest way possible? to get rejected a lot so you kind of roll with the punches you win some you lose some you know mm. oh, it's all yeah. right babe you won in the end yeah that's right, right. there's there a purpose in rejection <laughs> um, it's part of life though, really. i just oh that always used to get on my nerves mm. oh you think you're too nice what because your lights get that that part really oh oh really got to me but yeah you think you're nice what because yeah, the Lord's doing the work in my life on that. But um, no, on a serious note, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's um, it's a risk giving your number to somebody or mm-hmm. or saying no, but you are entitled to just mm-hmm. the same way they need to grow up and realize that the same boldness and confidence that they came with to ask you for your, for your number, mm. you are entitled to come back with the same boldness and confidence to say no if you don't want to. Yeah, it's to not it, by yeah. force. I don't have to give you my number. Yeah. Or Instagram or whatever it is, yeah, Tinder true. or Facebook. It's or. true. I feel like even when you're respectful with it, even if it's like, no, I feel like the first thing that everybody always goes to, oh, I've got a boyfriend. Yeah, it's just the easiest way. That cop out line. It's like, but then you know, they know you're lying first of all. Or like you're not, but they just think you're lying. Yeah. I don't know that, that another way of saying it. I remember what did my sister say? I remember somebody was asking her a question and she just shut it down by just saying, "What did she say?" She just like, I think she said, "Oh, no, um, I'm not really interested. I'm not really focusing on anything apart from like God at the moment, like thing, like period." And they must have been like, "What? Jesus don't want you to have more friends." <laughs> and like from that point, I feel like it's just if. There's always, there's always something that's going to be said by the mm. other person, so you yeah. kind of just have to 
walk fast while you're saying no. say if every conversation if every meetup is all with a sexual connotation mm. if everything you go to is your the person's first point of call is oh I want to meet you because I want to do this I want to do that they're never able to meet you at this level mm. I would personally I think that's a big Big red flag because it means you're reducing me to what could be bought. Mm. You could go to Amsterdam, Red Light District, and collect that. That I'm not. Very um, specific there. Um, well, <laughs> it's just trying to paint a picture. Like if if that's the only thing, um, that's a big red flag. If family-wise, if you are somebody who values your family, and any time you bring up your family, or any time you even try to ask or interact, I appreciate that. You know there can be various things that have happened or whatever but they're very dismissive very rude and even in the presence of your family members say for instance they come to pick you up and you're with your mum and you're saying bye no no greeting them no no acknowledgement Mm. um if you have siblings and your siblings are called as well no acknowledgement no that's a red flag that's my family that's where i'm coming from Mm. um i mean yeah, we wouldn't have gone into a relationship if you weren't a Christian mm. for me. So that's that was that's a red flag there already. Mm. Yeah, and also yeah. like things like accountability. So if they're trying to not, you know, speak about you or to other people or you know, you're in public and they see someone they kind of trip you up, so you fall <laughs> over, and then the person comes and you. You're still on the floor picking yourself up. <laughs> then they go and then it's like, oh, who should talk to? No one. You know, if they're like really like not. You know, happy to be not open, not not open enough to be like accountable to people mm. about you. That's that's a major like their intentions must be pure. They must be hiding something, obviously. Yeah. Um, another thing is integrity. If what they say and do and what they do don't match up, then yeah, that's a big one. That's a, that's a major one because they'd be telling you, yeah, you know, I'm on this celebrating too, but then they're trying to put their hands down there. You know what I'm saying? It's things yeah. like that where you can kind of see like, okay, no, this guy's not good for me, or this girl's not good for me. Yeah, that's but true. So. <laughs> You're not sorry. <laughs> okay. How do you know when you've met the person that you're meant to be with? Dun, dun, dun. Find out next. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did I know that I was meant to be with you? That's I think the that's the question. easiest yeah, yeah. way to answer it. Um, it's the things he brought out in me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah as in the the things I was striving to do things I didn't even know so much because I wasn't looking at myself in that way um, like you say goals in life um, he would see things and nurture that or support that or put me forward for that mm. um, and the type of person I was when I was with him even when I was away from him I could tell that the contribution he had made to my life has definitely is a is for the better. Mm. Um, 
yeah I think when someone comes into your life and your life is going up mm-hmm. not because not materialistically but just in your emotions in comfortability and who you are as a person um, and you you're, you feel so compatible you just get to that place where you're like I'm content and he just made me feel that way so I'm still has to, still doing it <laughs> so yeah yeah he's never taken away he's only added to my life and that's I can't really ask for more. He's mm. added and he's banters all the time for me. He's banters all the time. So he's adding and making me laugh at the same time. So it's a good win win situation. That's how I feel. Yeah, for me, um, you know, I had a. God spoke to me very clearly and said, You are my. No, I'm joking. Nice. <laughs> 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 anyone says that, I run. No, um, there's a few things, and I think. To answer the question straight away, I think it's subjective. Different people have different ways of having that confirmation confirmed to them. But for me, it was a mixture of things. It was, um, like, trying to summarize it all in one. It was one, yeah, she made me comfortable in being me. Mm. You know, there was complete authenticity um, in who I am as a person. You know, accepting every part of me, flaws, great parts, you know, the great parts outnumber the flaws, but um, just that acceptance of who I am and who I was and everything that I've done before and all my aspirations, that that for me was, was, was good. And then also realising that one, she's a boom thing and obviously not wanting to look anywhere else because, yeah, she kind of ticks every box in that sense. Um, yeah, and that, that, was, that was, for me, that's how I knew really. When you asked me the question of why we had to kind of think of my feet as well. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When I've spoken to other people, they've been like, um, when they found that person, it was like a sense of peace that they found. And they didn't really have that when they they looked back at other relationships. Would you say that you had a sense sense of peace with each other? Like, you just kind of felt like when you thought about the other person, there was no sort of like, oh my gosh, like what if that this or like doubt in here doubt in here or was it just general like all peace yeah I would say I had that feeling there's no mm, if if uh, maybe mm. like I never kind of felt that with him so yeah I would say peace is definitely a big part mm. of it mm. it's just you feeling comfortable you feeling not scared of the future mm. I got to that place where I was like if obviously by this time we're engaged so I'm not trying to do wedding bells and stories to myself like oh we could be this by this time I kind of knew where we were going I got to the place where I was like mm, if he decided to say he wants to live in a different part of the world I'd be comfortable enough to leave everything behind and follow where he's going mm. because I'm so confident in this relationship that's the kind of feeling I had so mm. yeah definitely peace is, is a big part good place to be though. yeah someone said uh, what if they say I'm different how do you gauge that like how do you trust the the what they're saying basically are they saying they're different from every like, other what, person every, every other person so like the general same guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think I, why do you have to say that you're different 
your actions and how you are proves that you are different. You yeah. you don't tell me that you are different. Show Be me. yeah, show yeah. me that you're different. 100%. That's what I would say. Yeah. So your actions will speak louder than your words, as they say. So that's true. Trust what they do, not what they say. Mm. Yeah. Um, someone said when i'm lonely that's when i normally run to trashy people how do i fill the void of loneliness so i can avoid trash Ooh. i'd say that goes back to the value thing mm. and knowing your worth because mm. um, there's a difference from being lonely and alone so yeah. you can be alone not in a relationship but still be very happy mm. but you can also be somebody who's in a relationship and still be lonely yeah mm. so you have to understand like the difference first of all and um be comfortable being alone mm. like know yourself know your value know your worth um just goes back to the other point knowing my value in, in christ like if i have that grounded and i have that foundation then i don't need when i'm feeling oh i'm feeling a bit alone mm. today i don't need to go and find validation in somebody mm, else and run to mm. anything because i just need that i won't need to do that Mm. and yeah deal with that like ask yourself where is that longing for you know wanting to be with somebody where is that coming from because oftentimes we look at at the fruit rather than the root mm. so that really ask yourself like where where is this need to want to be constantly with someone and yeah going back to the value thing you're 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 it's almost like you're allowing yourself to go back to like vomit almost um, you're going back to stuff which <laughs> would it, it, you know it's not good for you but mm. um, yeah you're, it's almost like you're cheapening yourself that much to for a temporary fix mm. knowing that in two weeks time you'll still be back there it's, it's not healthy mm. and that's because there's something deeper than just um, I'm alone like what is that find that thing um, and then deal with it yeah I was literally I was, so funny I was actually at um, lunch today with my friend and they said to me, um, when you throw um, trash in the bin, you don't like you don't walk back to it to check up on it and to see how it's going, like how it is. Yeah. Trash in it. Yeah. Yeah. You just leave it there and you wait for someone to go take it and move it away type thing. Yeah. It's like the same with like people that aren't good for you. You don't you don't need to continuously go on Instagram and just see what they're doing. Yeah. And, like, yeah. All yeah. Of yeah. 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 Just, the Cancel. smell just keeps coming back to you. You don't yeah. need yeah. it. Yeah. Memories and all of them things. Yeah, you can make new ones, so you've got to... It's true, it's true point. Yeah, very good. Literally, I feel like with that situation, the probably the reason why a lot of people will go back to it is because they haven't got rid of certain, like, triggers. Like, I remember when I'd, like, break up with somebody, I would never delete, like, messages their number, their or, their, or, or pictures, or yeah. Even mm. so, like, registration, call registration. Yeah. Literally, or, like, voice notes. Like, I'd go back and check it and just listen to it, but then it, like, triggers all of those things and then you want to go and check on them and see what they're doing type thing. But, like, when you actually decide that you're ending something with somebody, you need to really end it. True. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's over. Like, everything mm. needs to go. Otherwise, you're going to continuously going back to that um, feeling or those memories and stuff. So just yeah. wipe it all, start again. I always say like try try holding your phone, yeah. Run forward, like full pace, while looking backwards. Like if you if you actually can do it, like you're you're looking backwards and running forward full pace. Like, there's no way you're not gonna stumble, fumble, slip, yeah. trip, bust your lip. Like there's no way you can run forward while looking yeah. back. Like and it's the same thing. You have to it's just true. cut it. Man. It's true. It's very true. How do I know whether we are just excellent friends or romantically suited? 
Alright, you remix. Rumi? Hmm. I mean, I have a friend who's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's never crossed my well, marriage, but before I got married, I never it never crossed my mind to be romantically involved mm. with the person. Mm. Then I've also been had a friend who thought, oh yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, two weeks. We were, like, we we're both like, this doesn't even feel right. Mm. I just think if the way up the situation, um, they say marry your best friend mm. or be in a relationship. That's the best thing. Yeah, and I can say I have married my best friend. Um, but not every time you get along with somebody means that we need to be together in that way. Mm. We can just be friends and let's yeah. just leave it at that. Um, so my advice would be sit back and actually weigh it up. Like, look at it properly. Mm. Not just when you get one tingle in your belly. You're like, oh, actually... When I got that hug that one time, it made me feel a type of way. Like, mm. really weigh up yourself and look at yourself and think, am I willing to jeopardise this? Yeah. Or is this, a, is this a step in the right direction? Because mm. you also don't want it to be a case. Like, imagine you like them and they, oh, they oh. don't like you. And then you're going to tell them your whole story. Oh, you know, you're there. Mm, mm. It's techie still. So, yeah. I think time, time tells. Mm. You can really, and, and what you think you want now that Why you can not? see in that friend might not really be what you really need mm. in that relationship. Yeah, it goes for any relationship, but especially from your friend. You think, oh, because they know me and they, they know everything about me and I feel comfortable around them. But that's your husband. It's your friend. It's true. I feel like a lot of, like, people tend to get, confu- can get confused with that sort of um, situation because you can, you, I feel like, People get confused in the sense of when people say um, you should like be with your best friends and things like that. And I get that in the sense of you want to have that sort of chemistry where you can be your complete self no matter what. But it's not by force as well. It's, it's not by force. So yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Did God give you the confirmation that you were for each other? Um, I should be answering quicker than this, isn't it? <laughs> Don't be <laughs> I didn't. Don't I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have anything like the Lord spoke to me in a dream and told me that Michael's supposed to be my husband. And yeah. I didn't have that because some people are kind of can be very yeah over the top. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. <coughs> sorry if God told you that's how you met your husband. So, um, but I think that umpire of peace, mm. that the questions, the the relationship that we had built. Mm. and the foundation that it was built upon it was like there were things that I was looking out for scripturally about his character as well and he's very very integral very I thought oh he is what he says he is and it's evident from Jeez. people around him Jeez. not just him so he's not telling me his friends I met his friends family mm. all of that well. yeah I met all of them mm. so um, yeah so that's a no you didn't get the confirmation from God no I did like I didn't get some. Come God spoke to me audibly, or I saw it in a dream, mm. but I felt like, mm. yeah. yeah. He didn't tell you no, so. Yeah, and I think the the marriage commitment that it was that I was going to it it fit in this 
therefore that was my confirmation enough because mm. God's given me a brain he's not told me to just drop my brain and everything should be a spiritual tingly feeling mm. no he gave me a brain to use it and gave me a bible to read it and check things against and I did that and mm. I said this aligns with the word of God and he's fine praise the Lord let's get married <laughs> <laughs> I accept do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing spooky happened to me either. Like, um, I didn't get a burning bush or I didn't see a sign that said Sharina or a donkey didn't speak to me or, you know, all of them spooky things. I think for me, it was just the assurance knowing, like Sharina said, it was built on something good, mm. something firm, um, something pure. I mean, and that, that was enough. And I had assurance within myself that, one, I wanted to be there. I didn't get cold feet. And two, that I actually wanted to spend the rest of my life. So... Yeah, and, and God was behind me saying, yeah, go on, son, get in there, all of there, all the way in. Did you, like, did either of you get, like, nervous before you was get, about to get married? Or was you just... Wow, we had McDonald's excited. the night before, didn't No, you had McDonald's. Yeah. You were with each other the night before? Yeah. Nah. Well, yeah, we were. Kind of, yeah. So, basically, my birthday is the day before our wedding. Okay. So, all the groomsmen and, and bridesmaids came to my hotel to rehearse. I was like, guys, I'm going to bed. So I saw him in the morning, um, and then he dropped me to the hotel. Um, but then all of them that came in and were like in the foyer area. Basically, we were rehearsing, and she went to bed, and yeah. then we were at McDonald's. Yeah, they were annoying me. How can you rehearsing? The day, we've done rehearsal in January. It's April. You want to come do rehearsal again? It's walking down the aisle, guys. Make sure it's perfect. Perfect for what? You can't walk, you've been walking all your life, you're just gonna go that. No, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, how really? Yeah, walking no, but. Seriously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how important is physical attraction when choosing your life partner? A million percent. Highly yeah. important. Infinity. High up there. I mean, imagine waking up and you think, wow, <laughs> what have I got to do? Mm. Like, yeah. What yeah. people say is just the personality and you know, God so can man. God can make my heart fall for the person based on their purpose. It's a it's an important component because mm. if she wasn't a boom thing then I'll be praying for her today. So I can remarry. Because <laughs> otherwise I'm stuck in it. <laughs> pray for death. You know? That's the only way out, you know? It's death. So <laughs> You know, it's like the cat, you know that cat I got run over. That's what I'll be praying for. <laughs> praying that the cat. Just <laughs> drink water, it was that bad. It's not okay, we get it. Yeah? We get it. Yeah? Wow. Okay, so it's very important. No resurrection. No, it's it's yeah, it's in, it's important. I think sometimes Christians can overlook certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it was it's very important. Yeah. Same. Same. Very don't think you can uh, realistically i feel like it's not gonna it like you won't really really be happy if you're always like looking at that like, i feel like if you're not attracted to the person that you're married to you're gonna look at other people as Absolutely. well mm-hmm. and it's just not you're not allowing yourself to be able to be in a good relationship and be committed and to not be swayed because you're already know them like the point i'm not attracted to my husband mm. or wife which is a bit mad to me i don't i would never understand that but yeah, I think it's important as well. And it's obviously understanding that you will change. Mm. Like the person that you're marrying is not going to be the same person the week after the honeymoon. They might, they might, you know, we, we change so quick. We change every single day. Um, 
even more so um, the longer you are married like you change over the years so it's not that we're saying you know attraction is, is important to the point where if you change how you looked when I married you then mm. it's a cut no it's, it's, under, it's, it's having that flex to know that this person will change yeah. and you're making a decision to live with that even when they do change mm. and adapt so I might get an uncle belly what, what are you saying what are you saying then let's go to the gym I don't want to go to the gym Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, because when I give birth, you're gonna want me to, you know, look good after. What if I don't? Trust me, you do. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> uh, What should be on every girl's and boy's list as things that they should not compromise? Faith, I think. That's the first point of all. Don't compromise on that. After that, then it's like your family, your and I'm not saying when I say family, like as I said the point before about being disrespectful or not mm. entertaining, like um, what else? What not compromise on? Yeah, your values. Yeah, like what, what, what makes you what, you? Your morals. What your upbringing? What your parents taught you? Yeah. What parents taught you? Your aspirations, you know, if someone wants you just to stay at home and you know just yeah. do that, then that's true. You know, so yeah, just don't don't like you said, non-negotiables. Have yeah. them mapped out. Like these are the things that I'm not budging on, and and stick with them. Yeah, yeah. I think being really realistic because obviously we're from different cultural backgrounds. So him being Congolese and me being Jamaican, I have to know. Like, you could get people who are at that place like, yeah, I can do anything. I can be in a relationship with somebody who's in a different culture. And they get there, and it's a big problem. Mm-hmm. So I'd say telling yourself the truth. Because mm-hmm. if you know that you can't hack certain things, or would it be comfortable learning a different culture or being, like, embracing it? Because when you have children, your children will be both, like, there's both. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know you're really not comfortable with that, then I would say really stepping back and asking yourself oh, yeah. those questions. Yeah, as well. That is important. I feel like those are like your non-negotiables. I think, I think are things that you should know before you start Absolutely. dating in general. Because yeah. then otherwise, any what what they want will just become a priority because you, you don't know what you want, and then it can just become confusing or messy. Later it will start to evolve based on what they have been yeah. saying. Yeah, and when you start performing, and it's true. It goes back to your value, isn't it? Mm. Your self-confidence, who you are, knowing who you are, and and not not. Allowing somebody else to define that, otherwise, you're going to be what they define you as. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Um, I don't think this. Uh, okay, what is the difference between courting and dating? I think it's the same, but I, I don't agree. know. Semantics. I agree. I think Christians say courting because it makes it sounds it has less sexual connotations because mm. dating is more frivolous. Like, our oh, people date and they can do one night stands and obviously so that but they're the same thing mm. when you look at yeah they're, they're the same it's historically yeah the there's some thing. that's like involved like the sexual revolution in the 90s and you know when all of that started coming about like dating wasn't um dating's not a new social it's a new social kind of thing like re- phenomenon mm. so before it was always you dated with the intention to or you courted with the intention to marry 
and you know dating came on the scene and all of a sudden you're in the talking stage for 10 years and so that's why there's that there's been that distinction of let's go back to using the term or the idea of, of courting which mm-hmm. has the intention of going somewhere but really truth you can date the intention to marry as well so oh, it's yeah. not how do i deal with heartbreak and ensure you're not bringing baggage into the next relationship don't go to the next relationship without dealing with it so don't rush mm-hmm. give yourself time to heal mm-hmm. from that um, prior to michael i had was in a bad relationship and if i had jumped from that to michael um that would have been problematic for myself and him so i would say work on the healing process of that relationship and like you previously said when you know you're going to go easily go back to trash you have to delete the things so go through that process delete the memories delete the pictures the voice notes the text message block the number get a new one get a new sim card <laughs> do you know what I mean like make those measures so that you can leave those things in the past mm. and then work on yourself look at where things kind of went wrong mm. and own up to yourself on the things that you did that were wrong and understand the things that the person did that you never want somebody to do again. So you don't give somebody the opportunity to do again. Yeah. Set your boundaries, build yourself back up, and then and then start. Don't start dating whilst you're broken. Yeah, yeah unpack the luggage, put the clothes in the wash, wash them, leave them out to dry, iron them, put them back in the cupboard. You know, just deal with the luggage. Yeah, everything you said. Times two. <laughs> 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 times two. Um, yeah, so that leads on to how do I so how do I know when I'm ready to start intentionally dating? I had forgiven previous nonsense, forgiven myself for allowing myself to get into previous nonsense, and um, I'm so much more confident in myself. Mm. Forgiveness and confidence allows me to know that, yeah, yeah, let's get this, ooh. Although that's not how I met him, but <laughs> I wasn't at the time I needed mm. to, or I wanted to, but yeah, I still went through that process mm. and felt like if this came up later on, I wouldn't say no, because I'm not hurting, yeah. I'm not broken, I'm not, but I'm yeah. confident, I'm happy, I'm content, mm. that contentment played a big part. I didn't have to forgive anybody or heal or anything like that. Um, my parents were saying, when will you marry? So I had to deliver on that. No, you did yeah, That's true. They were saying, when will you marry? You've been asking me that since I was 19. But anyway, so for me, it was being ready, at di- like knowing my readiness. So financially, do I have a job? Do I have a sustainable job? Um, you know, is my career up and running? Um, so yeah, finances, relationships with other people, um, relationships with yourself. You know, there's like different measures that you can, yeah. can take. Because yeah. uh, my pastor always says, he used to ask us, do you have a car, do you have a house, um, and do you have a job? If you don't have any of those three, then my friend, you're not ready. You know? One way you're inviting her back to, you know, you shouldn't, but way you're inviting her to, um, then it's the whole awkward thing about who's paying on the first day. Um, those things never came up for us, but they do for other people. But I think for, so to kind of yeah boil it down, it's, it's knowing the different stages of your life and mm-hmm. you know doing a bit of a self check. Like, are you ready financially, emotionally, 
relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I feel like guys tend to have um, checklists for like when they know they're going to be ready. Um, I remember I was talking to a friend and they were saying how um, there was somebody that, um, like they was talking to somebody and they wanted to be in a relationship. They kind of asked, oh, what are we questioning? And then my friend was like, oh, like, I'm not, I'm not ready. Like, I'm not ready. And I was like, why aren't you ready? And I was just like, because oh, I want to make sure that I've done um, this, that, this, that, and that, and then maybe then I'll be ready type thing. Whereas I feel like before I kind of knew what I necessarily wanted to do like with my life type thing, I kind of just was ready when the guy said that he was ready type mm. thing. When that person said, oh, yeah, like, I want to I wanna get to know you, da, 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 and it's like, okay, cool, someone wants to get to know me, so I'm getting to know you. <laughs> like, cool. I'm ready. Like, I'm ready, I guess I'm ready. But like, I think it, it's like we were saying, it's a lot of um, self-evaluation and really understanding, like, am I, am I actually ready for this? Like, am I, have I actually sorted out all of the issues that I've been in with like past relationships? Have I actually dealt with that pain? Like, can I actually think about this situation with not feeling anger or upset? Mm. Or, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like once you can get to that stage of being like, okay, cool, you might not be completely like I'm free type thing, but you're at a stage where you're you're not you're not riddled with that emotion of mm. how you felt in that situation. Yeah. You know the progression's been made, so yeah. you don't feel as bad. So I feel like it does a lot of self evaluation needs to happen, and I only realised that probably this year, and I and it was it was mad because. It was everything that's happened to me in my life I was like having to deal with mm. like whereas if I dealt with it as it happened and really kind of mm. like dealt with it each situation was like okay cool that happened because of this what do I need to not do next time mm. realizing that if I did that then then the next thing wouldn't have happened and the thing after that wouldn't have happened because I would have dealt with the last two things mm. do you know what I mean it doesn't build up or backlog yeah. Effect, yeah. yeah so it's like really like just self-reflection is important mm. and key 100 percent think that was actually our last question so we're coming to the end of this episode so I have two questions that I need to ask you before we close so describe your journey (laughs) finding your other half in one word fun really that's your word (laughs) fun yeah fun fun yeah right Sorry, is that wrong one? Sorry, no. um, it was... No, 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 no. <laughs> Take your word back, keep it. It was phenomenal. It was um, very insightful. insightful. One word, you know, it's insightful. one. Insightful, yeah, insightful. That's one. Why is it insightful? Because um, I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about her. Oh, that's so dead. My <laughs> word... <laughs> no, no, actually, off the back of that, my word, I'll say eye-opening. And... That's one word. Yeah. That's it, eye-opening, that's it. You said and, so I was... All right, reel it in, reel it in, eye-opening, yeah? Okay, cool. Um, and I want you to give one piece of advice you wish someone told you when you were younger about how to avoid trash. You don't have to test things. You don't have to try things out. Mm. And I don't mean like try a person out as in physically. I mean, but you do not have to go down the cycle of, oh, let me, 
yeah, yeah, you look nice for this season. Let me let me try you for a bit. Oh, okay, don't really intend to be with you that long, but let me try you for a bit and then let's try someone else. You don't have to. You don't need a backlog of people to determine what you need. Mm. When you get to the right stage, what yeah. you need is what you will need at that stage. And yeah, you don't need to try out people to then determine, actually, and now I know what I don't like and what I do like. Mm. You can see that through even just being maintaining the friendships that you have between you and people yeah. so you don't have to try people out that's what i would say yeah. as advice to people who are you know single or in relationships mm. um i would say the the boundaries that you have for yourself are good um, and they're there to protect you because you love yourself mm. yeah no, that's true i don't know from what he was saying Sharina. That is, I feel like that's really um, impactful in the sense of um, most people, that's how they think, that's how you'll work out who you're meant to be with, mm-hmm. and that's how you build your trauma. That's how you build your trauma because you're going through, you're just seeing how things go, and then if it, like, if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out, but you don't know how it's not going to work out, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you don't know how, like, painful that situation will be, type thing. I feel like you can, you don't have to learn from your own experiences all the time as well. Yeah. You can learn from other people's mm. and just listening to what they've necessarily been through and, like, what they wouldn't do or why and why they wouldn't do it. And I feel like I was even talking to my friend a couple of days ago and I was just basically, she was telling me something. Um, and I basically just told her about a situation that I was in when I was younger. And it's like, I did that she, like what she took from what I said, encouraged her not to do what she was gonna do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if people are more honest with why they won't do certain things or why someone shouldn't do this, because a lot of people will just be like, oh, like when you're 16 or something and your mum's like, you don't, need a, you don't need to be in a relationship. You've got so much time for that. In that moment, you don't feel like you don't need to be. Like, why don't I need to be mm. in a relationship? Why? What's the reason why? Why don't I need to... Why, why is it not okay for me to be sleeping with this person or being with this person? Or, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. nobody really goes into in depth why. As to why you yeah. shouldn't. And I feel like if people went more in depth with, this is why you shouldn't do this because this happened to me and this is how I felt and it went da 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 yeah. then people would be like oh I'm not trying to feel that I'm not trying to be in that situation maybe I won't do that do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying I feel like 100% people just need to start being more honest yes. with their experiences yeah. and really just trying to help instead of just saying the thing you should or shouldn't do but giving the reasons why yeah. mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah. but yeah good stuff this podcast has been good so thank you so much for being here today um Thank you for everybody that's watching. If you're watching on our audio platform, then head over to our YouTube channel and follow us on all our social medias. Like, subscribe and share so that everyone can have a guide to avoiding trash. And if you're listening on our podcast, then all of our information and our apps will be down below. Thank you for talking with us and we'll be back next time. Bye.